Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. This is the final episode in our series of three with our friends at Quinix and Concrete. And today we're going to be talking about managing task versus scheduling. Sammy and Dan are back. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Simon, for having us back. Hi, Simon. Good. So I think this is quite an important one because there's, there's lots of talk about task management at the moment in the workforce management industry. I think it means different things, if I'm honest, to different people from a, a tick box, a checklist that's automated online through to much more sophisticated plans sent down centrally or from different sources and strategically inputted into the schedule. So let's start. Dan, you're, you're Mr. Tassel. We'll start with you. <laughs> so in, in your world, Concrete, now part of the, the Quinix family, what does task mean versus activity versus the Quinix schedule? And then we'll get Sammy's view. Yeah, it's you've really hit the nail on the head there. It, it does mean a variety of things depending on the uh, the company that you talk to. Um, I think if we're going to boil it down to just one statement, then we'll say task is a vessel for something that needs to be carried out. Um, but what you put in that vessel can vary quite a lot. Um, but I'll keep my answer simple for now and just say we see tasks as that vessel uh, for making sure something gets carried out. And then how does that dovetail into the schedule? So what you put into that. Uh, is is where it becomes a lot more uh, enriched. So we can start to really break down tasks into as granular as you need them. Um, and this is really down to the company that we're working with at each time to sort of define what approach they want to take. Now, do they want to say, we're going to sit at an HQ level and we're going to dictate everything that you need to do uh, this is when we want you to do it. This is uh, how we expect it to do- be done. And we require proof of this. Or are you going to have a much more hands-off approach and start to say, well, these are some of the goals we want you to achieve. Here's some of the, the themes we are looking looking at as an organization and therefore pass it to the store, to the, the people actually uh, on the ground floor uh, working through those bits to uh, come up with the solutions and, and work in a much more collaborative way uh, we've actually seen both and not, neither's right neither's wrong um, it, it really comes down to the industry you work in um, how you want to operate as an organization um, yeah I'll stop there for now because uh, there's a lot more in this topic that we can dig into when I get Sammy's response and, and what he feels a task is Go on then, Sammy, fill us in. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so many times I've spoken to, to customers and they mentioned task. And the very first thing I always cut them off, like, okay, okay, tell me what you mean by task, because especially in the workforce management world, it can mean anything from a task could be the labor standard that, that might be, uh, you know, the, the first key in the puzzle to your forecasting. Some people refer to it as the actual shift. You know, people are scheduled to perform a task and that task is work as a cashier or whatever it might be. And sometimes it's referred to the 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 activity that they perform within their shift, which is, okay, I'm scheduled as a cashier, but I need to be doing um uh, stock take or counting the the money or whatever. So 
I always cut them off and say, okay, tell me what you mean by task. How do you use task today? What does it mean to your to your workforce? And and for those listening that might be talking about implementing task management management in their business, I think that's still a valid question. What what does task mean to us? And 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 how will we deploy it? Uh, who creates it? And how do we manage it? And and now you know with experts like Dan on board, we're we're in, a, in an amazing position to be able to answer and provide a solution to any definition of what that task is actually well that's exactly right it's really the best question to ask early on is you know what do you want to achieve um because yeah you could be looking to do a variety of things um tasks can be super urgent super vital let's let's think of something like uh compliance or a product recall that you need to do immediately like you've got um, reputation, uh, health and safety on the line right now, and you need something done immediately, and you need to be able to prove that's happened. Uh, so you've got that audit. You can say that we we brought these prawns off the shelves because it was a bad batch. We did that quite early on. Here's the proof. Uh, that's one way of looking at it. Or we can have it as a much more cultural thing. We sort of cited this in the first podcast. The task could be post uh, the best pictures of your dogs this summer. Um, it's starting to build a culture around what your company is more than the uh, much more compliance-led work that both have to exist, um, but they can exist in the same place. And you, you mentioned the, the C word, compliance, which has been actually a, a, a big topic these days as well for, for us talking to customers uh, from the Quinix angle, and and you know, we did the last podcast we did. We spoke about forecasting and what can you forecast. And um, embarrassingly, I forgot to mention the compliance element there as well, because you know, we again, have tools to forecast how compliant you will be. But the output of okay, how do I resolve some of those compliance breaches? They might be adjust the schedule. They might actually be perform a task as well. And and I think that's the really exciting part for a business is that I now have tools to generate a readout to say, okay, this is the current state of the business and complete tools to uh, react to that readout in, in different ways. Do this task to make me more compliant or adjust that schedule to make me more compliant. And, and you know, we're getting closer and closer to this workforce management solution that can really take care of all aspects of your workforce. So we, we need to define what task means for that individual organization and as we said it might mean different things to different people but also you're kind of going to get some complexities aren't you so I'm sure you'll get people saying so all right that's all well and good but what happens if a task is shared across two people three people ten people how does that kind of stuff fit Dan? We can do it in, in, in however there's <laughs> a real cop-out answer this we can do it however the company or the organization wants to do it so we can we can say it specifically you you simon need to do this now uh, we can be very directive or we can group it together as you simon sammy dan your team needs to go out and achieve this in the best way possible um we can share it however way we need and it is quite a common scenario uh, one good example is we have Bernardo's as a customer there. Uh, for those that are not in the UK, uh, Bernardo's are a charity shop. Um, work in 
they have 700 stores, 10,000 volunteers in these stores. And they are very, uh, very flexible working. The volunteers are there on their own time. So uh, it's hard to get that consistency all the time through the stores. Uh, so you need to just make sure that anyone at any time could pick up a task, could carry that task on through the week, because you can't guarantee that uh, Dan working on Saturday will be working on Friday. It's it's these challenges that you need to uh, need to think about. So we need to design tools that allow for that flexibility, um, but also allow for that prescription to say, Dan, you need to do this task right now. Uh, there's health and safety on the line. And you, you mentioned before, Dan, about levels of granularity. So. Yeah, everybody loves detail. Sammy touched before on compliance. Everybody wants to know everybody's done everything. That's the kind of holy grail in lots of customer-facing environments that they're all striving for. Has every store in the estate, hotel, restaurant done this at the time the centre wanted to and to the standard? So broad question, but there must be a level of granularity which gives a good insight and reward, but also a level of granularity that almost just drives more workload for less reward? Yeah, you can definitely oversaturate uh, with tasks. I think people, if you tell them to do stuff all the time, they, they're going to dig their heels in uh, over that time. Uh, it becomes really quite a challenge to find that balance is we have a suite of tasks or we have a campaign that we need to adhere to um are we going to give it to you all as one or are we going to drip feed it over uh, multiple weeks so we have a much better uh, adherence to it um it's a real challenge for us um and again it, it really sits with the customers themselves what what can they do or what do they do to to get the best out of their stuff and then I assume once we've got the level of granularity, and Sammy, you may have a view on that as well, we then yeah. need to define who should manage them in terms of the hierarchy. Yeah, it was, exactly. And, and then as, as, as you were saying, there is sort of, you know, the oversaturation, who manages them and, and what, what, what have you. Do, I mean, do you find that you often have to have that conversation with a, with a business or, or, or maybe not in terms of, okay, well, these things maybe shouldn't be tasks because those are just things that are carried out as working in that shift, whereas what we're trying to achieve with task is a certain outcome. So not <laughs> necessarily track, I don't know, productivity or each individual movement that, a, that an employee has done through their shift. Yeah, how? Yeah, I, and I just don't think that's a successful way of thinking, uh, but it is that balance. We want the data. We want to understand who's doing this task, how long it's taking them to do it, uh, and when the best time for that to happen is. We obviously want to get into that real granular detail, but we also have to respect that these people have to often sell, be customer-facing, being engaged with, uh, with customers on a regular basis. So we don't want to get them bogged down uh, in that work, but we also need to make sure it's being done over time and again i think i've cited this on every every podcast we've had so far right person right place right time we're making sure that that person is doing that right thing and, and making sure that they're getting the most value 
when it's most important that really that's when the sale is being made and it, it's interesting because one of the things you just said there Dan was we want the data so what what can you do with the data and insights on the back of gathering it from a, a task point of view and then deploying that in the schedule because there's a danger that you then need a series of checkers to check the data or the visuals that are coming through from our point of view we've been building dashboards and being giving managers all of the tools they need to sort of analyze uh, the tasks that are coming through, uh, making sure that they're getting this information at the right time. Um, And there's quite a lot of dashboards and visuals you can give to people. You can also uh, look at the each task for each location and really scrutinize um, imagery if you need, uh, really dig into what's going on uh, at a location. Uh, but that can only get you so far. And this is where Concrete plus Quinix really starts to add value. Uh, we can start to give that information to the AI and start to really leverage that information. And that's really the future for us is what else is out there? What can we pick up? And that that must turbocharge some of your conversations around scheduling, Sammy, and kind of happy workforce. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's not too much more to to add to Dan's Dan's point there, but um, I think yeah, when it comes to to applying task on top of the schedule, uh, when it comes time to looking at how the end result of that schedule and the tasks in it have been generated by all the other things that we've spoken about in the other podcasts about, you know, am I forecasting right and I've generated the schedule and now I can overlay my tasks in there. Do do I have the right amount of labor to perform these tasks and the schedule? Do I have the right skill set? All of those things are really important to take into consideration as is the, the, the analytical part on the back of that. What actually happened? I've made these choices and I've, 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 I've deployed this schedule and these tasks and, has that been right for the business? I mean, it's an, it's an ever ongoing, ever evolving uh, question. I think that, that businesses and, and us are always asking of, of customers, you know, is this right? Should you continue working this way? Do you need to tweak something? Um, so uh, it, there's so, so much to talk about inside there. One other thing we're starting to see is different uh areas of the business are starting to look into what's happening. So we really found our original niche talking to HQ staff, talking to store operations teams saying, well, we can help you understand your operations. We can help you understand uh, what each person's doing in your whole uh, network of stores. Uh, But now we're getting to a point where different parties and different groups are starting to want to question well what's going on how do i get the most out of my teams how do i get the most out of the people within me and there's a quite nice shift now into giving more autonomy to stores giving stores the tools that they need to uh, fit within their market and a, a real nice example we've seen of this the um, heard heard a story from HMV talking about how they are uh, making their stores local stores now, giving their stores 
the ability to go, well, this is what's important to the people coming through the door. This is the experiences we want them to achieve. Uh, we want people to come in and have a good time in HMV. And hopefully because of that, we end up they end up buying something from it. Um, now that power has been given to the store. It's, it's the overall mandate, yes, stated by HQ, but it's actually the store teams will want to set those tasks. Let's make sure um, this uh, comic comic book section is set up in the right way. These records are positioned in this right location. Uh, and that sort of empowerment and shift change is, is something we're starting to see more and more. Uh, and we are able to give people that control um, however they need it. I like that example. So they're, they're kind of devolving that ownership of the task to a local level, but managing the, I suppose, back to Sammy's word, the, the overall compliance through the workforce management solution. Exactly that. Exactly that. Brilliant. Guys, I think that is a perfect place to end this series. I think, again, from this podcast, Key takeouts for me, defining what the task is to you as an organization with the help of the experts and then understanding that level of granularity and where that fits in 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 your structure. So I know we've done the three. I'm sure people listening have got far more questions, whether it be on retaining staff, the forecasting piece we talked about and the, the managing the schedules today in terms of the task management as well. Where's the best place, Sammy, for people to reach out and find you? Yep, you can find me on LinkedIn, Sammy Walton um, from Quinix. Obviously, I'm there. I'm more than happy to engage in any conversations, and I keep an eye on my my inbox in there. So, really looking forward to to hear from anyone. Best uh, best job title so far. Just remind us of your job title. It is head of product evangelism. So, yeah, so I, I agree. It's a great title. Anybody else to come with a better one? So, um, love that. And Dan, best place LinkedIn again to reach out to you. Yeah, LinkedIn for me. So I'm uh, Daniel Collette, uh, C-O-L-L-E-T-T-E. My uh, ancestors like to use all of the letters for that spelling. Um, but yeah, reach out on LinkedIn. Let's have a chat. Uh, I'm head of operations at Concrete. Uh, so it would be the best place to find me there. Brilliant. And we've put a link in the show notes. So if you just click on Sammy's name or Dan's name, it'll take you straight to their profile. So you shouldn't have any trouble finding them. Guys, I really enjoyed this series. Really informative. Uh, Love what you're doing. Absolute pleasure. So please stay in touch and thank you for your time. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much.